Hey, hey, it's Mandy Kay, and you are listening to the Find Your Calling podcast, and I am so happy that you are joining me today, and I am tuning in from country town Gunnada in New South Wales, Australia. I am en route. I am on the move again, back down to my house-sitting gig near my darling mama, and, you know, it's just really interesting about how these podcast episodes emerge and, you know, everything I feel is always in service to helping you trust your soul more and trust the divine more. I just feel like my life is one big long living example uh, for you. (laughs) So, (laughs) So today we're talking about how deeply can you trust, how deeply can you trust yourself and the divine or higher power of your choosing, God, universe, however you want to call it, name it. <laughs> so every time it seems I think I should have a plan or I have a plan, things don't go according to plan. You would think by now I would just stop making any plans, but you know, I I do like to feel like I've got some semblance of control over what happens in my life, even though I clearly don't. Um, But even just the podcast this week. So I knew I was going to have a really long drive today. So of course, my plan was record it yesterday, do it while I was in situ at the previous house sitting gig that I had. And it just all seemed to make a lot of sense, don't you think, that I would record it the day before? And I even made up a plan for the episode. And so last night, after I had done all of my last day things, which included going out to a beautiful, beautiful spots of nature up in the beautiful northern rivers, um, I sat down to do my podcast and set it all up and got myself ready and tested the audio and the audio wasn't fantastic. I must admit this Airbnb is so good. I recorded the, your guide to soul led manifesting. I don't know what episode number it is, but I recorded that here as well. It's a great room for podcasting. Anyway, the audio wasn't great, but I was like, you know, I could push on through. And then as I sat down, there was just zero inspiration to say anything even though I had a plan, like I had it written down in front of me, like talk about this Mandy. And I just couldn't force myself. I was like, come on, you just need to say words and, you know, press record, say words and get it out there and then it's done. And I just know my body and I know the impulse and I know that feeling of pushing versus being pulled or being called. And I knew that I'd be pushing So I trusted, I just trusted and I went, okay, for some reason, I'm not meant to be recording this right now and I will just do it, you know, when I get to Canada tomorrow night. And I just left it at that. I just packed everything up and was like, great, I'll just have an earlier night. It'll be great. And now I understand hindsight. It's such a wonderful thing (laughs) because now I understand why I couldn't record the podcast episode last night because... It emerged today through serendipity (laughs) and a chance meeting with a 
beautiful woman I know and previous client, we literally ran into each other at this country cafe. I had just left uh, where I had been staying and I, you know, I was really, okay, I'm, I'm going to be really honest here. I was really cognizant of the fact that I was leaving the Northern Rivers with all beautiful, delicious food. For you, for you overseas people who are listening to this and you don't know the Byron Bay region of Australia, we're just like the mecca for everything alternative, which also includes all the freaking food I eat, all the gluten-free, dairy-free, healthy, whole food deliciousness exists, it seems, in that region. And where I'm house-sitting down in my mum, it's severely lacking. And I was so aware of it. And I was like, maybe I should buy some more things. Like I have I'm like traveling with three loaves of bread (laughs) because I just don't get the bread I like down where I'm going. So I'm like piled up with all this food. And I was like, maybe I should stop at another place and get some more food. (laughs) Maybe there'll be some more delicious things that I can take with me. And I passed this cafe and I kind of needed to, you know, do a bit of a pit stop as well. And I was like, well, maybe I should stop there. But I drove past so quickly that I was like, ah, don't worry about it. But something pulled me and it went turn around and go to that cafe. It's only subtle. I want to say to you, like these impulses. It's not like it's a voice that says, turn around now, Mandy, you need to be doing that. It's more subtle than that. It's like just that sense of like, no, just, just do it, turn around. And so I did. And as soon as I walked up, this person and I, like the, oh, the part of the story as well, like we've, we've known each other for many years, but she is living in my apartment that I left in that region because her place fell through that she was meant to be moving into. And when she saw that I was moving, she asked if she could move into my place. And even though they were selling, they said yes. So she had a gentle landing pad. So she's we've got that connection as well. And we ran into each other and it was just like, She's like, what are you doing here? Because I kept it on the down low a lot that I was up in the region because I wasn't there for long. I had a beautiful spot and I'm going to tell you more about what's happened because my whole entire plan for this last month has just not gone according to plan. And it's just all deeper, deeper lessons of trust. And I, I I want you to really hear from the examples that I have that, that this level of flow and being guided by your soul to everything that you want, to extraordinary experiences, to I know that we are all um, so deeply committed to making positive impact in our time and through our work, but we also want to just live inspired, meaningful, awesome lives that you know make make us feel alive. So this is this is the purpose of this because trust is such a big part of it. And anyway, I ran into this woman and she's having to leave because they've sold the apart they've sold the place. And yeah, it was just one of those moments where she was just talking about having to deepen her level of trust and faith in what's ahead. 
and because she has to be out in three weeks. And yeah, I could share a little bit more of my experience of the last month. And it just gave her the evidence that she needed to be like, okay, I'm going to be looked after. And I was like, this is literally your divine sign because I had to turn the car around to run into you to remind you. (laughs) And then it became so clear, like, oh, this is what I meant to talk about. Um, and I did want to talk about my last month, but I don't really just talk about my life for the sake of it. I I want to be able to put it into context. And when I heard her struggles and desire for deeper level of trust, I was like, okay, this is how I can talk about it. And I'm a manifesting generator. So my strategy is to respond to things. So yeah, when I've got someone in front of me with a challenge or, um, an opportunity for me to serve, then yeah, I'm going to respond to that. So I'm like, this is, this is why we're here. So anyway, going back to the plans. So if you, if this is the first episode you've listened to of mine, you're probably wondering what the fuck is actually going on? Who is this woman? What's happening here? So a little quick recap. I am a nomad now. I moved out of a place that I'd been living in near Byron Bay for on and off over eight years. And I am house sitting. My partner has been working in Adelaide Fringe Festival because she's a performer. And I've been house sitting down near my beautiful mama and I'm helping her and yeah, just living this very nomadic life. However, I promised a friend back up near where I live. Now, Australia is so big. Like we're in the same state. We're even in the same top half of the state and it's still a 12-hour drive um, between the places that I'm talking about. So it's long. And I promised a friend I would house sit while they went away. So I was driving back up north and the plan was that I was going to house sit, I think it was for like only 10 days. And it coincided with a friend's 50th. So I was like, great, that's a perfect plan. I actually had real resistance when it came time to going because I was like, God, I don't want to do that drive. It's so long. (laughs) But anyway, I did it. And then when I was there, my car broke down. And the original plan was that I would stay for 10 days and then go back down, you know, do the 12-hour drive back down south and yeah, and carry on with life. That was the plan. Anyway, that was over a month ago. So that's the punchline that (laughs) I've definitely extended my trip. But the car broke down and I ended up without the car for, I think it was like a week and a, it was a week um, that I didn't have the car. And then that meant that, yeah, by the time it broke down, like it already extended my stay. Thankfully, my friends were like, of course, stay. We're very happy to have you here once they came back from their holiday. And there was like a big process that I went through that week, which I will share on a future episode, but it definitely aligns with the, you know, the episode of like say no or quit things that don't align. I was, I was 
quitting something that was no longer aligned and it was a bit of a big process. And then my car broke down. I couldn't even leave. And I got some support from a beautiful psychic medium who I've worked with. Um, I've been in development circles with her. She's based in the UK. And she gave me the insight. She was like, I think your car broke down because you're meant to stay up there and just be amongst the energies. There's really strong healing energy up in that whole Northern Rivers, Bundjalung country. Bundjalung is the name of the nation, the Aboriginal country. And I had been told once before that, you know, it's where Aboriginal tribes and people would come for healing. And so it it is a bit of a healing mecca and beautiful, beautiful subtropics. Like it's paradise and it's right along the ocean and just, yeah, beautiful tropical, subtropical rainforests. And she was like, I think that you just need to be up there a bit longer. And there was something in that. It was something within that sort of permission, but also with the fact that my car had broken down. So my plans had already been disrupted that I suddenly went, oh, I guess I don't have to rush back. Like I work online. There's no reason why I have to suddenly rush back down south. And I tuned into what it was that I really wanted to do. And I felt this really strong pull to spend more time in nature. Now, once again, I think to myself, okay, well, what's your plan to do that, Mandy? And I'm thinking, well, maybe I should go and get the camping stuff we've with from the storage unit. My partner and I have our belongings in a storage unit. And I was like, yeah, I'll go and get the tent. <laughs> not remembering how much I really did not like camping over the Christmas New Year period at a festival. <laughs> but I was like, that's a really good idea because our minds will automatically look to, you know, I guess the information that it has available. And it's like, well, I didn't have any other options in my mind about how being in nature could look. So, of course, my mind concluded, well, logically, you should just go and get your tent and then you could be in nature. And I, there were two friends that I didn't get to see before I went away. And these are like soul family friends. We've been friends since our early twenties. So I've known them for a long time because I'm now in my forties. And yeah, I called one of them and I was like, Hey, I've got this, I'm I'm up here and I'm going to extend my trip up here. What, what are you doing this weekend? Knowing that he had a camper van. So I did think to myself, well, that would be cool because we could go and hang out in nature together. Well, unbeknownst to me, his previous trip to Stradbroke Island had been postponed because of weather and he was going that weekend and he was like, do you want to come? And I'm like, of course. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Stradbroke Island is like really beautiful. It's just off the Queensland coast and, yeah, within days of me getting my car, I actually, it might've been like the next day I was, you know, driving up North and on a ferry across to this beautiful Island and spending a few days with these two gorgeous men. We had so much fun. Like the pictures, if you follow me on Instagram, I shared pictures on there. Like it was so, so beautiful. And yeah, I was like right in nature. I remember spending one afternoon just napping in a camping chair for hours on and off, just looking at this beautiful forest. I was like, oh my God, 
this was such good manifesting. Good on your soul. <laughs> I'm like, I would not have fashioned this. And my friend Dwayne, who I consider being one of my best friends, we were just marveling at the fact that, yeah, for all intents and purposes, this trip was not meant to happen because it's only because his previous weekend, which was, you know, meant to be a couple of weekends before that, that got cancelled. So that was that was one of them. And then another friend and amazing change maker and client, uh, she reached out um, because she had lived back down near where I was uh, house sitting um, for my friends while they were away. And she was like, come stay with me, you know, if you're still around. So I was like, okay. She was like, I'm just a few minutes away from the beach and I've got a spare room. And so I was just following the flow and following the opportunities as they opened up. And I said, yes. And yeah. And then there was another beautiful friend who I hadn't seen before I went away and we spent some time together and then her place. Oh my God. Like she's just looking straight at this amazing mountain called Mount Wollumbin. It's a really sacred place for the Bundjalung Aboriginal people. And yeah, it's a powerful, like it's a power place and her place looks straight at it. So the nights that I stayed with her, you know, we'd be waking up in the morning watching the sunrises and then watching the sunsets over it. I'm just like, oh my God, this place is amazing. And then she was like, I'm going away. You can stay here longer if you want. And I was like, okay. And <laughs> and she happens to also uh, own the Happy Herb Co. So if you don't know them, I don't know if they... Uh, ship overseas, but they are leading a botanical revolution of incredible healing herbs. And I, as a result of just being in the proximity and the vicinity of her and her company, I got to meet the most amazing, beautiful people. So shout out to Karma and Jamia. I think I've said your name right. Please, dear God, let me have said it right. Um, and Nick, like these people were just so beautiful and they felt like family in the end. It felt really, really sad to leave them today. And yeah, I've, so I had these incredible rich connections. I had so much time and I'm missing all the, the really good parts of the story. Like when I went down to see the beautiful friend who lived near the beach, we went on this gorgeous rainforest walk and she is way more athletic than me. Like I'm not known for my adventurousness in terms of nature. I'm adventurous in life, yes, but you're not going to see me abseiling down cliffs or anything like that in a hurry. And anyway, but she is like that. And we went on this rainforest walk and we got to the end of it. We got to the waterfall. It was all very beautiful. And she was very gently and I know she listens to this podcast, so thanks, Tash, <laughs> for your very gentle encouragement to I, – I love joking that I'm like scale the mountain, which is such an exaggeration. It's not a mountain at all. But it was like a steep hill and it was scaling it. Like I definitely had to like not look down and not look up and really had to face my fear of heights and really get uncomfortable and all the things that I talk about on this freaking podcast. 
And we scaled up because she was like, if we get to the top, we can swim in the waterfall and there's like an infinity pool right at the top of the waterfall. And I was like, okay, let's go. And I said to myself and to her, actually, if we get, if I get up there, like if, if as I go, I get too scared, can we just come down? And that's kind of how I did it. I was like, okay, I can always quit (laughs) if it's no longer aligned, but I just kept going and I was fine and I felt really safe and confident with with um, Tash. Shout out to you, babe. <laughs> You're awesome. And then the most magical thing, we just went skinny dipping with no one else around because no one else is going off track up there. And we sat in this beautiful infinity pool at the top of this waterfall and we talked life and business and dreams and change making and it honestly is a memory I will have for the rest of my life. I am so pleased that I pushed myself and so pleased that that beautiful woman uh, really encouraged me to do that and yeah so and then another friend and I She's an incredible writer and channeler and she has, uh, she's found all of these hotspots for nature spirits and energies uh, around our region and she has an oracle card deck coming out called, I think it's called Nature's Oracle or the Nature Oracle and she's channeled all of these nature spirits Um incredible healing work. I know I said, I like, I use all these adjectives, don't I? Incredible and amazing and gorgeous. Like that's how I just, yeah, that's how I speak. Um, and we spent a day going to one of the hot spots that she has found at the base of Mount Wollumbin. You can no longer climb the mountain. It's closed, which I think is such a, such a good thing because yeah, the Aboriginal people, have not wanted people to climb it. So it's great that it's closed, but you can still access uh, the bottom of the mountain and there's a creek that runs through it. And we walked up this creek, parked our cars, and then we went rock, you know, climbing, Not, (laughs) not climbing, but just like scrambling a bit over rocks and went up the creek line. Thankfully, there wasn't a lot of water, so it was, you know, we were dry. And we sat on this rock in the middle of the creek and we chatted once again, life, business, dreams. And then, you know, we were talking about the intention. And if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that I've been really waiting until I feel that pull and not pushing about what my offers are going to be this year. And so I went with the intention of getting clear on that. And we both went and found our own little spaces to sit with a journal and a, and a, our pen. And I sat at the base of this tree. It was like, there was like a little seat, you know, in the nook of the roots of this tree. And it was right on the Creek. So the water was right lapping by my feet. And I sat there with my pen poised and I did wonder, I was like, is anything new going to come through? Because I've sort of had this idea about what I was going to do, teetering. I've written about it. I even went as far as writing a sales page, but I just, once again, I could feel it. That same feeling last night where I was like, 
no, this isn't it. This is not it. I could force this out. I could push it out, but it's not right. The energy's not right with it. And so I just left it. And that was like a month ago. And yeah, and as I sat there under that tree, thoughts came through. It wasn't like a flood of thoughts. So I, I want you to know that when you're tuning in to what your inner guidance is and what your inner knowing is, it's not always going to be like this big flood of like words and, you know, insight and wisdom. And it might not be like really loud, like mine is more subtle and you know, a bit slower and, you know, a bit more considered maybe. And so I guess I just want to normalize it. However it is for you is totally okay. There's no wrong or right way to be tuning into what your soul is trying to say to you and what the divine is trying to guide you towards. But as I wrote, I realized, aha, okay, I see. Ah, I see exactly how my heart and my soul wants to create this offer in my own unique way. And I'm so excited for it. I mean, I am like chomping at the bit to like get it out to you because it tackles and addresses the number one reason that I hear from clients about what holds them back from truly following the call and the desires and the dreams and, you know, creating that life of impact and inspiration and just feeling fucking alive. So yeah, I can't wait. And that all came from that moment. And I just, so I look back and I go, wow, all of that happened was totally unplanned. Everything unfolded just just like, you know, it just kept the invitations kept coming. Only one night did I reach out to friends to say, Hey, do you want to catch up and also have me stay? Cause I don't know, you know, where I'm going tonight. So that's one night out of a month where I only had 10 days planned and, and all these experiences, you know, and I didn't once have to camp. <laughs> I didn't even get the tent (laughs) and I just love that. I love that I was really comfortable (laughs) in beautiful, lovely beds the whole time. So, and it just serves once again, right? How much can you trust, particularly when plans are disrupted? So this all started because my car broke down. So can you allow your plans to be disrupted and And look at where the opportunities lie when they do get interrupted or disrupted. And if they're not being disrupted, can you actually open your mind to just consider where where are you being called to trust yourself more or trust the divine more right now in your life? And lean into that and, and practice. Start small if you need to. You know, I I understand that, you know, living the nomadic life and jumping from place to place is not always everybody's idea of a cup of tea, Um, but I know it is for some. And I, yeah, but I invite you. It's like, 
where can you trust more? Because the more that you trust, the more that things flow, you know, because that energy of trust is a very different frequency than the energy of control and fear and doubt. Uh, you know, it's it feels differently in your body. So, you know, look at also how your thoughts are influencing your ability to trust. What are you telling yourself? Are you telling yourself that you need to have it all figured out? Are you telling yourself um, or are you telling yourself that, you know what, no matter what happens, I can trust myself. I know I can work out and figure out whatever is, you know, whatever I'm presented with, I know I'm going to be okay. Um, and, you know, when I'm, and, we, and one of my favorite mantras is things are always working out for me. And even when it doesn't look like they're working out for me, like when my car broke down, I really held that faith of like, everything is working out for me. I looked at the, oh my God, I felt so much gratitude for the fact that that car broke down when I was house sitting. Like it didn't break down when I was on that 12 hour drive. It broke down in this tiny little riverside town with a mechanic who actually came down because at one point, like the car wouldn't even start. Not only did it have a really bad sound, by the time I, I was meant to take it to the mechanics, it wouldn't even start. The battery had gone flat. So he came down. I just felt so supported. And yeah, I had to outlay um you know, hundreds of dollars for it that was totally unexpected, but with the belief that there is always more money. There's always more money. All my needs are being looked after. Like these are the kinds of thoughts that I have that help me trust more. So I will leave that for you today. I have like had a really long drive. I'm going to stop this now. I am going to go and have a beautiful, luxurious big bath in this lovely Airbnb and yeah, look at where are you being invited to trust yourself and the divine. All right. I love you. Have a beautiful week.